Good day to you. This, I am Pastor Neil Wemus. This is your daily scripture meditation. Um, you're noticing I'm starting out and it's looking very different than before, and that's because it has a lot to do um, with some of the issues I'm having with my computer right now. And so right now it's going to be pretty simplified. The scripture text will still be on the screen as I go through them, as I'm reading them, um, but there's not going to be a psalm, uh, no hymn. Uh, verse of the week, all those things, those aren't going to be in there because it's it's too complex to do that. Because normally what I do is I use PowerPoint to do that. And if I, whenever I use that, my computer has been crashing. And so in in base, basically I am waiting for Microsoft to fix it. And so Microsoft needs to get the update out at some point or another to fix when these issues in Windows 11. And so apparently they do, they are aware that a lot of computers are having these issues. So I guess I got to wait until then. This is just the way it's going to be. Um, so today we are going to be in Genesis chapter 10 and 11. Now today we're going to be in Genesis, but tomorrow, I mean, uh, Friday, we're going to leave Genesis. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit when we get there. Uh, we get, we'll talk about that more on Friday. But this we're going to be in Genesis chapter 10 and 11. So what we read on, what you heard on Saturday was we were going through, we read about the flood, the days after the flood, and Noah and his family and all that. So here we are. So I'm going to bring this up onto the screen for you. And so there we go. We are in chapter 10 through 11. And so it writes, These are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Jepheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The son of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphath and Togarma, the sons of Yavin, Elisha, Tarshish, Kidam, and Dodamin. From these the coastland people spread in their lands, each with his own language by their clans and their nations. The son of sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Septa, Ramah, and Septica, the sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod. He was the first on earth to be a mighty man. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before Yahweh. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erek, Akkad, and Calumneh, and the land of Shinar. From that land he went into Assyria and built Nineveh. Rehobathir, Kala, and Rasan, between Nineveh and Kala, that is the great city. Egypt fathered Ludim, Anamim, Lahabim, Neftohim, Pasrusim, Kasluhim, from whom the Philistines came, and Kaphtorim. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn in Heth, and the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Ardavites, the Zemarites, 
and the Hamathites. Afterward, the clans of the Canaanites dispersed, and the territory of the Canaanites extended from Sidon in the direction of Gerar as far as Gaza, and in the direction of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zaboim, as far as Lashah. These are the sons of Ham, by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. So as we're kind of going through all these names, and I'm kind of... I think if I had my Hebrew Bible, my Hebrew text open, I probably would be able to give a better pronunciation on some of these. Uh, but yeah, they're kind of they're kind of tough for us to read as us Americans. But um, but the thing is, is that a lot of these locations and places that we're reading about, we're going to hear about them as we read through the Old Testament. It's kind of a feels kind of like the preview of where we are going as we read through this for the years to come, uh, for the next couple of years. So it says, all right, so verse 21. To Shem, also the father of all the children of Eber, the elder brother of Jepheth, children were born. The sons of Shem, Elam, Asher, Arpachshad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpachshad fathered Shelah, and Shelah fathered Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg. For in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan fathered Almadad, Shalaf, Hazarmaveth, Yerah, Hadoram, Yuzal, Dik Dikla, Obal, Abimel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Yobab. All these were the sons of Yaktan. The territory in which they lived extended from Mesha in the direction of Sephar to the hill country to of the east. These are the sons of Shem by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. These are the clans of the sons of Noah according to their genealogies in their nations. And from these the nations spread abroad on the earth after the flood. Chapter 11 Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let's make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And Yahweh said, Behold, they are one people. And they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and let their confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So Yahweh dispersed them from, one, from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there Yahweh confused the language of all the earth. 
and from there Yahweh dispersed them over the face of all the earth. This is the text so far. And so I want to highlight a little bit in this because so this is a well-known text um, event probably, um, the Tower of Babel. One of the things that is kind of lost in this text is this little spot right here. I'm going to highlight it. It says that they wanted to build it to the, to the top in the heavens. It's top in the heavens. So people say, well, see, they're trying to reach towards God on their own work. Not, it doesn't, I mean, it sounds like a good, neat little message to kind of focus on, but it doesn't really fit with the context. The word heavens, the, the Hebrew word that's translated, the Hebrew word here, um, is, is shamim, which literally could mean, it can mean heavens, or it could just mean skies. In other words, they want to build a tower into the skies. Well, why would they want to do this? What just happened? Verse 32, after, spread abroad on the earth after the flood. See, what was happening is that people, they remembered the flood. These are the descendants of those who survived the flood. So they knew about it. And so they thought maybe they could outsmart God. If he, he maybe one day he decided he wanted to flood the earth again. Well, what they could do is they could build a tower that is so tall, it's reaching and towering into the skies. And if God were to flood them out, they could crowd themselves up to the top of the tower and God wouldn't reach them. Well, see, God decided he could have destroyed the tower or he could do something a little more clever because otherwise he's just going to be destroying towers left and right. And he changed up all their languages so they no longer understood one another. See, in other words, God was stopping the schemes of man because man thought it was trying to want trying to find a way that they could live in rebellion and in rebellion against god they were trying to find a way to live the way they want to the way to make the get have that life where they are god and not yahweh and have no consequences for it but god fooled made them fools and stopped their schemes. Because the thing is that their schemes would lead to their destruction. And so God spread them across the earth. So verse 10. These are the generations of Shem. When Shem was a hundred years old, he fathered Aprakashad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he fathered Aprakashad five hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Arpachshad had lived 35 years, he fathered Shelah. And Arpachshad lived after he had fathered Shelah 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived 30 years, he fathered Eber. And Shelah lived after he fathered Eber 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived 34 years, he fathered Peleg. And Abram lived after he fathered Peleg 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived 30 years, he fathered Reu. 
And Peleg lived after he fathered Reu 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Reu had lived 32 years, he fathered Serag. And Reu lived after he fathered Serag 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Serag had lived 30 years, he fathered Nahor. And Serag lived after he fathered Nahor 200 years and had other sons and daughters. Nahor had lived 29 years, he fathered Terah. And Nahor lived after he fathered Terah 119 years and had other sons and daughters. When Terah had lived 70 years, he fathered Abram, Tehor, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran fathered Lot. Haran died in the presence of his father, Terah, in the land of his kindred, in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Iscah. Now Sarai was barren. She had no child. Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abram's wife. And they went forth together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. The days of Terah was two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. So... All right, so that is the the text for the day, and so we're going to finish up. That is where we're at, um, and as you notice, we have this last bit about Abram and Sarai, and so that is going to be the focus when we come back to Genesis, but we're not going to be in Genesis next. Next, we are going to move all the way over to the book of Job, and that's where we're going to spend... For quite a bit of time and the reason for that is because this is where job places itself in the context of the scriptures so with that in mind uh, let us end with the prayer lord god heavenly father we as fallen sinful human beings we try to find ways that we think that we can outsmart you that we keep to find our ways to have our to get our way but you are wiser than we are. And thankfully, you keep us from our schemes. You keep us from destroying ourselves. And in your grace and your mercy, you send salvation for us. And so we pray that you would keep our hope and our hearts and our minds set on your Son, who leads us to be like him, to be true sons of God and leads us from our own destruction to life eternally. In Jesus' name, amen. The grace, peace, and mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ keep you in the one true faith to life everlasting. Depart in his peace. Amen. That is blessings on your day, and see you tomorrow.